paper peeps. Welcome back to the paper fold. I am, as always, so glad to be back. Since my last episode with iLood Papery dropped, I am so happy to share that earlier this month, I went to New York now for two days. It was my very first physical trade show since February 2020, and I'm here to tell you it was amazing. Just seeing and getting to touch physical product in person was otherworldly. I had really gotten used to trend watching online, not that it ever really grew on me. Uh, so actually interacting with product and brands felt a little bit surreal. And when it comes to seeing people in person, that was something else too. I have to say, I feel like I had unlearned a lot of my social graces during COVID and combined with the excitement of seeing old friends or actually meeting people that I'd only interacted with on Zoom calls. Well, if I came off a bit odd to anyone, I hope it makes sense in the larger context. I think the entire show felt a little strange in that regard to everyone there. Also, in other news, I am fortunate enough to be giving a 30-minute or so breakout presentation on September 10th during the very last hour of the second and last day of the Greeting Card Association Workshop and Retreat. The focus is on trends I saw on the New York Now floor, so I am now currently putting that together. That is started, That is forcing me, rather, to start processing the visual overload of everything I saw and start thinking about trends seriously. So check that out if you like. I am planning to put a registration button on the paper nerd to the workshop and retreat. So if you are interested in attending, please look out for that there. My guest today is so much fun, as you will hear shortly for yourself. In 2009, Kelly Spanier left her soul-sucking corporate job, as she fondly remembers it, to open Colette Papery, which you can now find in over 500 stores around the globe. Kelly probably began sending me submissions at Stationary Trends maybe five years ago or so, and I've come to regard Kelly and Colette Papery as part of the sort of young emerging guard in the greeting card community. There is a lot of humor, some of it definitely dark, in her colorful hand-drawn work, absolutely, but there is also compassion and what I would describe as the younger generation's more authentic, candid, and snarky approach to greeting cards in life. Frankly, without each generation making the card medium its own, the medium wouldn't survive. So as such, I find her approach so compelling and a bit of a mystery. Um, I'm just really curious about what kind of mind creates and successfully sells gorgeously lettered cards with sentiments like, I can't wait to teach your baby a lot of cuss words, or a beautiful line drawing of a cat with the caption, I puked, I forgot where. Who is buying and sending and receiving these wonderful cards and why? What goes into them? Turns out there is so much more than meets the eye with this amazing range, as you'll shortly hear for yourself. Hey. 
Hey, paper peeps. So by now, many of my listeners are familiar with the force of stationary nature, better known as Girl with Knife. But if you aren't, time to change all that. From the first moment I spied her booth at her New York Now trade show debut in 2019, I was smitten with this cutting edge range that the world was calling out for. We all just didn't know it yet. Everything is nimbly collaged to life, slice by careful slice by the talented and exquisite Alicia Castaldi. This stylish collection of cards, journals, and notepads that have sprung to life under this fashionista's exacting knife is sharp, snarky, sleek, and occasionally very sweet, just like that BFF who would love to hear from you right now. For that reason, whenever I get my hands on Girl With Knife merchandise, I hoard it and use it most sparingly. Alicia recently launched Gift Wrap, and if you're already a fan of her range, you're familiar with her patterns and quality, but these super thick sheets elevate any gift from off the rack to atelier. Her recent releases of Midnight Botanical, Rare Creatures, and Chasing Dreams bring the total styles that slay up to 10. And if you're like me and that you fall in love with a range and want to reside in that world, you're in luck. Alicia recently unveiled Knife House, which was one of the few good things I can think of that came out of 2020. That was when Alicia shifted her operation from L.A. to this newly renovated concept home in Palm Springs. This completely private, walled and gated estate features panoramic mountain views and countless Luke's surprises. Take a tour through its magnificent blush pink doors at www.knifehousepalmsprings.com or find it on Instagram at knifehousepalmsprings. Good luck getting your jaw off the floor as you take in this perfect California adult playground. These glamorous digs are available for photo shoots, film projects, special events, and short-term rentals. But just as importantly, all that exquisite Palm Springs flora and fauna have inspired Alicia's soon-to-be-released journal and notepads. She tells me that they're also expanding into home decor, which I, for one, absolutely can't wait to see. So now that you've glimpsed this wonderful world, you need this cutting-edge lifestyle brand in your life. Find Girl With Knife in hundreds of shops across the U.S. and half over half a dozen countries. Alicia and Girl With Knife have also been featured in New York Magazine, L.A. Business Journal, BuzzFeed, and, of course, Stationary Trends. I run her work there countless times. Alicia was one of our 10 designers to watch in 2020 and proceeded to live up to that designation when last May, two out of her three nominated cards took CHOP honors at the Noted and Noted Virtual Greeting Card Competition. Then, for our winter 2021 issue of Stationary Trends, Alicia designed the 10 designers to watch frontispiece for us. It is something else if you haven't seen it yet. Also, as of 2021, Alicia is represented by none other than the Daniel Richard showrooms in Atlanta and Dallas. Dan's eye is renowned in this biz, so his representing Girl with Knife is unsurprising, but it also means that this brand needs to be on your design radar stat. Check out this beguiling range at the recently refreshed girlwithknife.com. Right now, the theme is Season of Fierce, and I think we can all use one of those about now. I guarantee your stationery will slay.
All right. I have Kelly in the paper fold. Welcome, Kelly. Hi. I am so happy to have you here. Um, so buoyed by the idea that life is too short to spend it in a cubicle, <laughs> you quit, your, which I heartily agree with. Uh, yes. You quit your day job in 2010 to launch Colette Papery, a risk that many, many people dream about but never do. But there's a lot more to it than that. Um, I, I was really sorry to see that you lost your mom in 2010, but I find it so intriguing uh, that you used your inheritance uh, to as seed money to launch Colette Papery. So I'm just wondering how that affects how you approach your brand um, and if you can speak to that. Yeah, um, I had already known that I wanted to make cards, but um, being with her in a tr like a trying time really solidified it. She um, she thought I was I was pretty weird, but I think she also thought I was funny. So, and I think that describes it all pretty well. Like funny and weird. <laughs> I think that's like the reaction most families have to like paper nerds. <laughs> like, yeah, like why are love you so you? into this? We yeah, love you, but you're a little strange. <laughs> yeah, a little weird. Yeah, <laughs> but I think having a little extra money around really allowed me to not have to take on another job, um, which was really nice. I, um, I kind of, I kind of equate those kinds of jobs. You know, they're kind of like smog in your brain. You know, it's it's like amazing. As soon as I didn't have it anymore, like I, I actually quit my job to be with her. Mm -hmm. So, um, and it was amazing. Like things just opened back up. It, it was, it was a relief off my shoulders, of course, but like, I was amazed with how much, um, like I had creative ideas again, you know, it was like, mm -hmm. oh, I, I can actually kind of, you know, utilize some things in my head a little better because it's it's just kind of amazing how much creativity you actually can find when you don't have to put it all into, you know, one, you know, <laughs> a job you hate. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. Exactly. No, I agree. I agree. Look, it's all there's a lot of when you're a creative, there's a lot of things that just distract you and right. you know, so you know, just every day I find like every day just this and that normal conflicts, give and take, but it does sort of undermine sort of like your ability to like focus and create what it is that you, you know, feel compelled to create. So, right. Yeah. Focus is a good word. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm a big believer in like the power of no, I mean, sometimes, you know, yeah. getting something off your plate brings everything else into focus and uh, it just brings that much more to the table. So um, you were already a paper nerd. Um, you were, we've established that you, but you're, you have also spoken about how your mom, uh, was receiving a lot of sympathy cards and you found them very wanting. Can you yeah. speak to that? I mean, they were kind of, uh, disappointing. Um, I think that firstly, I do think that back in 2010, I don't think there were a ton of snarky cards really around. Um, I kind of, I, I feel like I kind of, you know, was trying to fill a void. Right. Um, 
But uh, I do want to share a little nugget with you that um, I think is always really funny to everyone that I tell. Um, the only thing that made us laugh, I was I was getting her mail, you know, and I was kind mm-hmm. of bringing it to the hospital room. And, mm-hmm. you know, we we're just kind of going through it. And um, she had a magazine. It was a good housekeeping magazine. And it said in bright red letters, this is your last issue of Good Housekeeping. <laughs> Like, yes, it was so like, I mean, we really laughed, like really laughed. And that was the only time we had laughed like the entire, you know, month. And it was like, I know it doesn't come from a bad place, but when someone sends a sad card to an already sad person, it really doesn't help anything. Like, you know, I I agree. Sometimes these situations, they turn us into these like selfish people and we kind of like make their problems about ourselves and our own like mortality, I feel like. And so we get sad, but like we're not really thinking about the other person in that scenario. Like maybe that person could use a, you know, ridiculously crazy card that might, you know, bring some light to it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it was, I would have to research this, but it was a really interesting time, like around, I want to say about the time you were launching when, um, you know, empathy cards came out and it just like Mm -hmm. opened the floodgate. Like I remember um, like Emily McDowell's card was like, it's like the verbiage is so brilliant. It's like, the next person that says everything happens to a reason for you, will you please allow me to punch them in the face? Like, yeah, right. you know, yes. it just like, it like opened the doors to like this new sort for of sure. authentic connection during really crappy times. In life. Yes, exactly. So, so, and you know, obviously you experiencing it, I mean, as terrible as it was, I'm sure it gave you fodder for like, your first several releases. Yes. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I mean, of the darker ones. I mean, obviously, like going through that is not going to help you with a birthday card, but Yeah, right. Know. No, it's it, yeah, it's fair. It's kind of it it taught me kind of what I really wanted the cards to say. Hey, Paper Peeps. So Kitty Meow Boutique has been a fabulous client of mine for a while now. So hopefully many of my listeners are familiar with not just the dazzling wares from this Chicagoland house of paper, but also its amazing founder, a force of nature better known as Catherine Hildner. This mom of two with another scheduled to arrive soon has created a most intoxicating stationary range. I define the Kitty Meow aesthetic as polished and very smart. Think of the sharpest outfit you own that you feel like a million bucks in, but in stationary form. Everything from typography to envelope choice comes together to pack a most enticing punch. But this range is not just about the surface. It's about honoring those connections with those we care about most. And you'll see once you visit kittymeowboutique.com that the wares are divided into witty and sweet because, as Catherine puts it, sometimes you feel a little saucy and sometimes you don't. But Kitty Meow Boutique is so much more than just another pretty face in the marketplace. The empowering messaging found on her cards, invitations, journals, coasters, art prints, and enamel pins elevates the range into something that makes you 
feel not just seen, but good about yourself too. Everything is essentially a little lift visually and emotionally for not just those you love, but you as well. Not only is Kitty Meow available for your personal shopping needs, it's also available wholesale to all those shops looking for something new with which to excite their customers. She's on FAIR. Visit kittymeowboutique.fair.com and get your shop started. Finally, I think what I love about Catherine most is that she is really all about living your best life, as you'll see for yourself beneath the education tab on her site. She offers KMB Signature Collective, a mastermind for women in the product-based business world who have a love for paper and giftable items, who have an idea and a plan, but need guidance and support to be successful in their efforts. I so agree with Catherine. It's so important to be surrounded by like-minded women and leaders who are willing to put in the work to lift each other up. For that reason, it's not a course. It's a friggin' transformation, people. And Catherine has also started my second favorite podcast, Dreams to Plant, with another brilliant force of nature, my girlfriend Renee, to elevate your daydreams to actual tangible plants. Oh, and if you're on Clubhouse, follow Kitty Meow so you can tune in to her weekly room Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's called Small Business Savvy, Insider Secrets You Need to Know. I checked it out for myself last week, and it was just the dose of inspiration and confidence my day needed. So get those good vibes going at kittymeowboutique.com and tell them Sarah sent you. So today, as you work, I mean, obviously, she gave birth to you, she shaped who you are, but you know, and in a way, she kind of enabled you to have the seed money to launch. Do you see her as your silent partner? Yeah, um, I mean, (laughs) she kind of she really valued humor, I think. And and I do think that, you know, she's still like, since it started, then it's always, Uh it always kind of roots back to that. And, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I didn't really, uh, I wasn't really sure if I was actually funny. Um, Sometimes (laughs) I still wonder about that, but uh, (laughs) because sometimes it's just weird, but I mean, the cards sell. So I guess that means I am right. (laughs) That's okay. Like I have a 15 year old who like, it's constantly telling me I'm not funny. And like, yeah. me, like one of my, <laughs> one of my friends from high school came, was in town last weekend and came over and, you know, we were all visiting. And after she left, I said to my daughter, I'm like, Oh my God, isn't Barb so fun and so funny. And she goes, she's the same exact sense of humor as you, mom. Like, Unfortunately. Like, we think it's funny. Like, yeah. we think it's hysterical. So, yeah. you know, like... There's and, definitely know. generational humor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Well, your your teenager is not going to find anything that you find funny. Funny just, no. for, just for the sake of not agreeing with you. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. And we have, we have two teenage girls here, too. They're 13 and 15. So, and they just get embarrassed by my cards, you know, because right. they... Like, 
because they have like you know breast on them and you know like <laughs> just embarrassing stuff like <laughs> you know they're what humiliated I mean, by <laughs> you know what maybe that's a gauge of how successful the card is going to be like by yeah, how bad do you think cringe. it is yeah, yeah for real <laughs> can Definitely. i have the cringe factor on yeah. that please yes, i think it's yes. hysterical given when you started and given just the sort of um, vein of your cards and just sort of your approach to messaging. I feel like you're part of like just this younger generation, more millennial that is sort of like picking up the, you know, just sort of picking up the flag, so to speak, and bringing cards for the, for the next generation. And yeah. the cards are different. I mean, like if I look at, you know, one of yours and one of the cards, a get well from 20 years ago, like it, yeah. it's very different. So I'm like really curious about your process uh, for bringing a card to life. Um, do you start with an occasion and then work from there? Or do you create the imagery based on something that comes to your head? Like, how does that work? Uh, well, I still haven't quite figured that out. Um, I don't know exactly what method I use. It's totally random. And because mm -hmm. I, I print everything myself, I will just think of something and just quickly draw it out and like pop it on the site and see what happens. As, wow. Like, it's a little crazy. And I know that's not normal. Um, but <laughs> as far as like a process goes, I do have a big master list and, mm -hmm. and every, you know, few weeks or a month or so I'll sit down and, and just draw out as many as like, I really think would make sense on a card. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. cause I have, I have ideas that I just can't quite, you know, get there. Um, mm -hmm. But if I have a, I have a feeling about one, you know, I'm like, that'll definitely work. You know, I, I just, I jot them down constantly um mm -hmm. i try mm -hmm. not to use puns i really i mm -hmm. hate puns um and, and i don't there's so many makers that do a really really yes. good job with it so yeah, like, that's it's not funny. your thing yeah. that's, that's not your thing and i i think yeah. that's good to yeah i know, agree to know who you are and and i don't do like super you know cutesy kind of thing and also like yes there are brilliant illustrators out there that are mastering you know that whole genre and i mm -hmm. i keep it as real as possible mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. i finally um i finally took down my trumpism cards which was mm -hmm. a big thing for you know for for all four years i made a lot of money off of that guy he was not very fun <laughs> He was not fun to draw, I'll tell you that. But <laughs> but it was it was at that point though that I knew that I should also use the current like climate of what we're living sure. in for sure. hard ideas. Sure. So look, and, and I think that's been helpful. Yeah, look, I mean, if it's on your customers' minds, then it's good card yes. fodder. And it, especially yeah. if you're putting like a really, you know, different spin on it and you know, people see it and they respond to it. Like, I'm curious off the top of your head, like what were some of your best-selling Trump Trumpisms? Like what was the verbiage? Oh yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Um, I did like a, you're 29, st you're still 29. That's fake news. You know, where it's, it's kind of, you know, like at now it's like, it's almost a cliche now. Like you're, right, you're tired right, of right. hearing the same right. things that he, right, right. you know, but they sold so well. I mean, stores were ordering them by the, you know, hundreds and it was just funny that, it was ironic to me that Absolutely. a person I mean, that I really didn't respect a whole lot 
<laughs> is actually bringing me in a, quite a bit of money. Quite a bit of money. I know. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like he's a he's a buffoon, but like yeah. he's very quotable and like yes. there's just so much fodder. There's so much um, material. Right. Like when I um, when I went to journalism school, like it was considered a really like radical idea that politics were entertainment. Well, you know, he took yeah. that full circle and, uh, you know, in the process, like gave like creatives, like so much uh, material. With right. So like, he really with did. To like run with, <laughs> like, I remember at the first noted that would have been in um, spring 2019, uh, seeing a card. I don't remember who made it, but it was like, I make the, I send the best birthday cards. Nobody sends better birthday cards. Yeah, than me. Right. Like it, was, it was just like, there's so many directions <laughs> you could go in and there's so yes. But and I then it we... definitely started. A lot of people started making them, and that that was the time when I said, "Okay, then I'll I'll go ahead and take my note. I'll, I'll take a step back, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And now it's just time to move on. Like now, nobody wants that. Yes, like let's on. just move on. Find some uh-huh. new, find a new topic. Certainly There's still so some... many Trump cards out there. It's amazing. It's like oh my there gosh. are. I know. Let it go. <laughs> I, know. I know. I know. Let's move on. For me, when I see your range, you know, obviously, like the lettering is a big, big uh, part of all your yeah. cards. And, you know, and of course you, you draw icons as well, you know, very kind of, I mean, well-placed, like you don't always use one, but, but you know, you know, you do a lot. Um, and then, mm-hmm. so you approach letters as not just the basis of copy to congratulate someone or wish them happy birthday, but as a design element in and of its own. You know, that's not a new concept, but I love how your sort of zany look that diverges from from classic lettering. So I'm curious about your style. How long did it take you to develop and is it always evolving? Uh, yes, always evolving for sure. <laughs> um, I, I mean, for several years, you know, I just used fonts. Um, mm-hmm. I, and then I just kind of started getting into lettering. It, um, I, I think I've been lettering for maybe five years or so, I think. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, I just kind of started getting into it and, and it was, it kind of saved me a little bit. I kind of feel like it really, um, makes the cards more unique. Um, and I think that the key to my card messages is I draw it how I would say it. Right. So if there's, oh, that's there's, a smart, that's a good way to approach know, it. Brilliant. Yeah, so if there's like an emphasis on words, I put that into the lettering too. Sure, um, sure. Zany is a good word to describe it. I like to keep it a little nutty. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I mean, you know, when you write to someone, <laughs> when you <laughs> when you write to someone, you kind of go off on tangents and you like make random comments. So I kind of put that energy into the lettering, and I I, th- I mean I hope that's kind of what that makes them successful is that you can kind of laugh at the way it's written. Also, you know, like it's Absolutely. I'm trying to kind of attack it at all sides. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a visual. It's a visual representation of the message in words if that makes any sense yeah uh, but when I look at your rate like when I when I pull I'm on your site and when I pull up your bestsellers page it's like it's colorful it's yeah it's verbiage I mean like it, it is it's like fun and a little zany and a little wacky even around yeah. your logo you have like the little like I don't know what those are called the little lines I don't know that either. Yeah. it's like cartoonish <laughs> Accents, it's like a little yeah. like yeah it's like here I am you know and yeah. obviously you know your um your uh logo contains a paper plane so it's like it's flying and 
Great logo, yeah. by the way. For oh, someone thanks. who has a podcast <laughs> named after paper yeah. planes. Oh, yeah. I love paper and- planes so much. I, I love them. <laughs> <laughs> so I know I, when Amy and I did our, we did a video for paper plane, uh, um, happy paper plane day, just like yeah. a little promo. And I asked, I don't know how to make one. My husband, I, I knew my husband would, <laughs> and I asked him to make me one. And it was like, it was like a beautiful feat of engineering. Like I could never yeah. do it, but like they are an amazing like creation that you can yes. do this. So yeah. I like that you highlight it. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. So for those of us like me um, who have really really <laughs> lousy handwriting, or what? It, do you have any pointers uh, for those of us wanting to achieve more polished penmanship? Um, so slow down. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> that that's really good the, advice. The first, that's the first thing. As soon as, you know, when you're jotting things down, your handwriting just slowly becomes terrible, right? When right, you're, right. when you're moving fast and your thoughts are moving quicker than you can write it. Right. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that is a problem, right? <laughs> Huge. But, um, yeah. So, you know, I would just say, like, I, I will sometimes make a, you know, like a shitty copy and then <laughs> like that I can only read. And then I will right. be like, OK, I'm going to actually slowly do this uh, separately, because that's if I'm great. doing it at the speed of thought, that's not going to work. Right. Right. Yeah. And you got to start somewhere. I mean, it makes sense yeah. to me when you tell me that because writing is rewriting. Like, I don't write a polished article the first time right. I sit down. No, I write like 30 crappy bullet points and yeah, I put into a good article. So, you know, you need a starting off point, even if it's total crap. And, Uh and also my guess is to kind of see the placement of the words and even if if it's really bad, even if it's a really bad starting off point, at least you're starting to think about the relationship and the size and, you know, yeah what kind of icon, if you want to put an icon. Yes. That's always a question too. Yeah. (laughs) But you know, I make, I make lists all the time and mm -hmm. I'm always just kind of practicing. I even like, well, like if I don't have anything in front of me, I'll sometimes we'll be kind of drawing with my finger in the air. And my husband is like, what, why are you doing that? But (laughs) right. Right. You know, it's an obsession at the same time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you're always working on it. And I'm sure your card, if you look at the cards that you were putting out when you first started, you'd be like, oh my God, like I'm so far. So embarrassing. (laughs) It's, they're not, they're not. I mean, you had to start somewhere, right? And your cards were good. I mean, it's not like they're anything to be ashamed about. It's just that you're so much better now. Yeah. I really polished it. Yeah. (laughs) So, and you, and I, and I assume you still are. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, you don't really stay good unless you're constantly questioning and sort of pushing yourself. I'm always trying to do, try new methods and, you know, trying to add more dimension to the letters too, because I know they're kind of like flat and simple. Sometimes I, you know, fight with myself. Like that's, that's, what I'm going for is simple and, you know, real, but I kind of, I don't know. <laughs> I, go right. between. No, I get it. And, you know, it's sometimes I, I can imagine that the way that the card comes out is sometimes not the way you see it in your head. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's a matter of just like getting that gap as small as possible. Mm-hmm. So 
Like when you, like when I look at a car, like how do you, so really it's just how it reads depending on which font you use. If you use two or typeface or two typefaces or, um, Mm -hmm. you know, if you make them capitals, if you do a strike through, like everything is just about how it reads. Um, That's really behind most of your decisions. Yeah. There's Um, so many, there's so many uh, personalities, I think in my, in my lettering, um, I have all these different styles, I think, and I kind of imagine, like, I almost imagine a character in with each one, like, how would this person write this, you know? And right. so some of it is more, like, messy and more, like, haphazard. And, you know, it's it's kind of like, it's all going to the mood of the card. Right. That's, yeah. I mean, look, it's like on Project Runway when they're like, well, who is your girl? Like, who are yep. you making this product for? It's the same, yes. it's the same type of thing. Like, if you don't know who's going to be attracted to what you're creating, then, you know, then like, why are you doing this and who's going to buy it? Right. Um, so that being said, uh, how do you define a good card? Well, uh, we know how many kinds of good cards there are, right? Um, (laughs) But my personal cocktail for a good card, um, pops of color that aren't depressing. Yay. Okay. (laughs) Yay, Um, no depressing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, A message that really touches you, like in your soul. Um, I think uh, sincerity is always at the core of the message, no matter how crazy it is, that you really mean it. while still making you laugh. Um, right, right. I think it's a delicate balance. And then, you know, graphics, if you if they fit the message or not. I mean, sometimes I'll have a graphic, sometimes I don't, but yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. I look, I, so, you know, you have your recipe and, you know, you, you know it, like at least you're working off something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I look, when I look at your car, so I just want to say a word before I move on to my next question yeah, about sure. your envelopes. Like, I think they're an important component of the card that nobody mm-hmm. thinks about them. I hate white yes. envelopes unless okay. it's like, I will make us, I'll make an exception if it's like a sympathy or if it really works with the card. Yes. I think it's, I think it's okay. Uh, right. But like, why do people put all this work into cards and then they like put a white envelope on it? It's like the most generic... or like craft brown. <laughs> a lot of yeah. people just craft a brown. A lot with of everything. people are doing that. It's a little better than a white. Envelope. It's a it's a step up, but it's yeah, like, it is. I, I like your co- I like your colored envelopes, and I think it's yeah. really really important to your brand. And when I go to your um. Like I'm looking at your bestseller page and like, obviously the cards, the cards themselves are white color printing on them. And Mm -hmm. then the envelope like really, really offsets it. So it's not just like this boring white rectangle that, Mm -hmm. you know, does nothing for anyone. So um, have you always had colored envelopes? When did you start? Yeah, I think that it, I think I have always had them. I definitely have expanded what colors I have in stock. Mm-hmm. Um, but because I have, uh, what do I have? I'm looking at my envelope wall here. Um, <laughs> I, I have probably 
16 different colors, I think. Um, nice. nice. At this point, yeah. And I care so much about them. Like, if I can't, if I'm, like, low on stock on, on a color and I have, you know, orders for cards that need that, I'm like, I can't put a different envelope with this. You know, I'm like, you have to wait Face. until I have to get them, them back in. You know? Yeah, and I, I get it. I get it. That's part yeah. of it. It's part of the card. The yeah, it is. is it really is. Um, who I don't want to get too technical, but do you use a couple of different whose envelopes are they? I know, I know, um, I use collection. French. French. I use French. Okay, yeah, okay, all right. Yep. I, those are very nice. I'm not as acquainted with their range, but but yeah, I mean, it's a I pop hear, tone, <laughs> right? I've heard good things yeah, about um, their range, and I've been uh, able to get them in bulk like mm -hmm. pretty continuously there's never been like a problem so i feel like that's been really nice mm -hmm. uh and, mm -hmm. and it makes me afraid to really ever switch which i wouldn't i think they're pretty good pretty well priced and you know Look, they're great colors not, i'm them. knocking on wood for you that you don't get any <laughs> supply chain issues i know <laughs> i mean the prices have gone up a bit but you know mm -hmm. well, you can expect right. that that happens but look if it's not broken you don't need to fix it yeah so, and i still think my know. cards are pretty well priced i mean like they're still 450 like that's pretty good you that's know, a good most deal people are <laughs> yeah i think so too i like to think that <laughs> yeah no i think 450 is a very is a very is very good price and you know you are getting like you're getting you're getting a lot for for that like i, I mean you're so getting too. a nice a well-designed nice little a2 that packs a really clever punch that right. like someone's going to be happy uh to receive that um this just occurred to me and if the answer is no i totally understand have you <laughs> ever been curious like of seeing your cards letter pressed or maybe like with a foil like have you ever even considered that yeah i do think about that kind of stuff all the time um <laughs> dreams it's, of a paper person yes, right i know but i know that i couldn't keep my prices where they are if yeah. i started to go in that direction so i try to just solve problems without it it is sad like i want to be that person too i want to be right. all of them you know i want to create yeah, everybody you know watercolors and you know I'm, I'm obsessed with these like sparkly watercolors but like i can't oh, really yeah you like, know that's but, not your that's not your yeah, thing it's not or... the brand either so it's like i'm gonna just try to keep doing like do do one thing and do it right you know that's kind of my Absolutely. I'm, Absolutely. I'm trying to keep with that because i love letterpress of course don't get me wrong like <laughs> No, I know it's everyone's. I mean, everyone's obsessed. It's just it's, it's whole. It's a whole. It's a whole thing. You know, yep. yeah, it's, it's a, a whole, whole thing. thing. But look, <laughs> I mean, I you know, it seemed like pre-pandemic, all those collabs were so big. Where you know, I, oh yeah, you know, one vendor name and then an act. Like they seem to have completely disappeared. Uh, but yeah. um, who knows? Maybe you'll do a collab with a letter presser. Like, wouldn't that be yeah. fun? It would be fun, yeah. And just a mm. short run, like, and you know, you kind of yeah. you both learn from it, sell it, and then move on. I, then I thought <laughs> as an editor, I thought that I love the collabs because they're so cool. Like they're so yeah, they so are cool. neat to see. You know, just, two thoughts just in see, one, right? Right, two brains in two one, brands yeah. like juxtaposed, and it's like, oh yeah, like every you took the best things from each brand and like made something that's completely, you know, cool and crazy mm -hmm. that like neither that I don't think 
you know, would do it on their own. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, so it's so just, so now I'm looking for a letterpress person for you. <laughs> oh, are you? Great. <laughs> Perfect. All right. All right. Well, you let me know what the project is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll let you know what you have to do. Um, <laughs> so um, you have my so info. Be, okay. Yeah. You know, you can ignore my emails as you choose. Like, <laughs> So what is, what is your current bestseller? Now I'm really curious. Yeah. Um, so I have more um, classic bestsellers that I've had for mm-hmm. like six years or something. And they wow. just continue to sell really well. And then I have kind of like new bestsellers that are, you know, kind of like in the past like couple of years, they've really you know blown mm-hmm. out. And so mm-hmm. I think I'll kind of talk to both. Um, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to know. Yeah. Um, so like classic bestsellers, um, the, um, that I've had forever, like the real bad friendship, like I feel real bad for people who aren't friends with us real bad. I guess I, I like, I'm so tired of that card, but it's still just, I mean, Urban Outfitters bought it for a couple of Mm -hmm. years and it was great, you know, like it was, it's cool. Um, I'm happy that but there's like, there's no artistic element in it. It's like, it's kind of boring to me, but it still sells yeah. like crazy. So why am I, I complaining? You know, I get it. I get it. Well, I think, you know, creatives get more excited about the new, whatever new yeah. they're working on. And so yes, like I'm like, coming up like, with all these amazing designs right. and you still go with that one. Yeah. Right. Like that was my brilliance, you know, yeah. years and years and years ago. Like, why don't you check out my more recent? Yes. Top Cause they're way cooler. But no, but no, it's <laughs> look, it's a classic and it and it yeah. sells well. And like, and I could see how it's perfect for that urban outfitters crowd. Oh, like, yeah, it sold it, it sold great there. It was it was a an era for me. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I love it. What are some of your other bestsellers? The, um, the, or, the kind of time. newer, the more newer ones. Um, like there's one that's like you, my dear, are a freaking delight. Um, mm-hmm. I think delight is a is a big word um, that we use more now. I feel like mm-hmm. um, so I think that one's been really that one's been really popular. Um, it's okay to fall apart. I mean, look at tacos. Um, that one is crazy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, anything with um, tacos, anything with tacos, mental right. yeah. health and mental oh, health, yes. it's gonna for do well. sure. I hit mental health <laughs> a lot, actually, I, and I want to do more um, because I just think so many of us kind of identify with it and can, Absolutely. you know, at least send a card like, "Yeah, I'm breaking down," you know, like, and that's right, okay because right. it's like we all break down. Absolutely, absolutely. Look, I, if it's something that. I don't know, like the best cards, I think, hone on, hone in on, you know, like cultural currents. That's what I think of them as, where it's just like a lot of people are feeling this way. Like, how can I speak to it? How can I help them articulate how they're feeling? How can I help connect them with those that they love who are also maybe feeling a little nutty? Um, Yeah. I I I mean, like, I also think, um, kind of why they're bestsellers. Um, I think like there is the laugh involved, but like the appreciation kind of, it goes to both the recipient and the sender. Like the message Mm -hmm. is that we're both in this together. You're not alone. And, and that's kind of like what I look for in a, in a crowd pleaser card. Um, Right. Right. And I, I kind of, I also like cards that um, 
that sound sappy at first and then uh-huh. they just like blow your mind with their sass you know like wow. it'll start as like a quote that you think like oh she believes she could and she did you know and then it would go into like some crazy thing tangent right. you know right. that's gonna right. kind of <laughs> When all else fails, watch a murder show, which yeah. is what I do. You know? That one's pretty new. I, I like that one. And I like we're all fucking nuts. It's not a competition. That's really Yeah, good. you know, the flower next to you doesn't bloom or whatever that saying goes. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so, like, so you know, you touched on this, but your bestsellers like have that. And I mean, that's a nice, that's a nice thing to have in common because not everybody can do that well, where it starts off um, a little sentimental and then turns you Mm -hmm. on your nose or vice versa. It's a little smart assy and then it gets sweet. Really, really nice. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I kind of, yeah. I kind of just like to surprise people, I guess. That's a nice equation. And they're always blank. Uh, mm-hmm. Always, so that which makes my life always, a little easier. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But the messages, I, you know, I, lately I feel like I've been having a lot of conversations with clients and just industry talks about blank. Like, do they sell? Are all cards blank? Do people like greeted? And yeah, um, I really feel like if, especially for this market, for the more you know millennial market, for Savvy. lack of a better term, <laughs> yeah, it's like. They they may be intimidated by a blank card, but they um, but when the verbiage in front is really good, that it, mm-hmm. that you know it gives them enough fodder to fill, you know write a card without "Happy Birthday" having to be printed inside or you know yeah. something like that. I mean, I've struggled with that, and I've had some you know stores every now and then will be like, "I just can't sell blank cards," yes, and I'm just that's like, what "Well, I'm okay." That- yeah. And, and it's like, well, okay, but mine do <laughs> like, that's my message to them. Like I mean, they do will, you, think that, you know, <laughs> do you think they're retailers who are more gift with less stationary and then they, so they don't really get the category? Like that's what I'm yeah. wondering. It is, it is a question for sure. And I, the way that I kind of explain it, I actually, I feel like the cards have so the message is is crazy and like the inside you think like when you read the card you think oh i need to a uh defend myself in the inside of the card (laughs) for sending this crazy card you know b i need to i i thought of something that like the reason why i love this card is because i thought of you in Mm -hmm. sending it so i'm gonna write about that on the inside so i feel like there's that like people want some space to, to kind of write something in relation to what the front of the card says. Absolutely. And, you know, I mean, people don't have to write a novel on the inside of their cards. You know, mm-hmm. it can just be, the card should speak for itself in my opinion sometimes too. And I mean, I understand right. a beautiful card that you, you know, and I also understand like cards that are really, really funny that have an inside message and it has that like kind of hidden thing, you know, mm-hmm. that anticipation of opening the card. But mm-hmm. I just, I don't know, like I've always kind of done it this way and yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> not, nice I'm not changing though. it. <laughs> right, right. Look, obviously like you've hit a nerve. And you, I love and it. You I hit a your, nerve. You, you hit a nerve <laughs> and you have your shtick and it yes. works and you know, it's not, it's not broken. Why fix it? Yeah. Uh, so I, I love, I love that. Uh, so 
here's another thing that I've sort of been wrestling with uh, <laughs> as yeah. 2020 went on, you know, the Corona card, as I call them, the Corona cards came on the yep. scene. I'm sure you had a million or a few cards about hand sanitizer, about lockdown, about quarantine, yeah. about toilet paper, you know, all these, <laughs> all these, all these categories. And then they sort of, it, it's like, they, it was like this category appeared, all these makers sort of reached the top of their, you know, game uh, within this mm -hmm. crazy category. Like when I, I interviewed um, Pamela from Daisy D and she even talked about how like at first during pandemic, the cards were really sweet. And then they sort of, they sort of got evolved snarky. into snarky because yes. people got angry, you know, more frustrated. Yeah. Um and now, like, who the hell knows what's going on with this variant? So, <laughs> yep. so, you know, my question to you is, like, what's a card maker to do? Are you still making them? Are you still selling them? Like, what, like what's going on? That's a good, that's a good question. Um, so in the thick of it, when it really started um, last year, uh, I actually created the card so quickly when it happened. And I was uh -huh. so snarky right out of the get-go, that I had people emailing me. I had messages saying, you know, take me off your list. These cards are so distasteful. You know, like, like how dare you make fun of this very serious situation? You know, and I, I was like, oh, this means I'm going to succeed. Like... <laughs> How did, all these, how did all these stuffed shirts sign up for on your newsletter? Like, yeah, that was a great. That's a great question. Yeah, uh, <laughs> if you don't like this kind of shit, <laughs> like you're, yeah. this is not the place. This for is you. not the forum. Yeah, and so obviously, like you know, and I actually had them on on fair right away too, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. um, and they actually and those... sent me a question. Like they they said we've gotten some complaints about your card. And I'm like, what? yeah, well, it was, it was really early. It was really, it was too really early. early. It was like a, it was really like a early? week. It was two weeks too early. Okay. Like uh, I would say that's fair. it. And two weeks. For those, for those of you who are listening, who do not know what fair is, it's an online platform. It's like the Etsy of online shopping of like B2B shopping. And when all the trade shows stopped, um, it really, really built up because retailers needed to fill their shelves. And so yeah. they were, they were buying in this forum and apparently you pissed off a few <laughs> retailers I know, by, I know. by being and, a little too early to the party. <laughs> yes. I, you know, I was so, I was so like, this is going to be great cards, you know? And I made, I made a line and I actually did, um, kind of a, like a food drive thing, um, with my oh, cards. Nice. I did that's like a awesome. donation thing too, because, um, you know, the schools were closing at that point and like the, the food drive that I was, or the, the food pantry, sorry. Um, mm -hmm. they, um, they kind of, they only serviced kids in the summer, but now they were like, Oh, you know, we need to have, you know, an influx of donations now because these kids don't have food. And so like, you know, I kind of paired it with that to try to, to try to ease it a little bit, like mm -hmm, mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. anger. I'm like, no, I'm doing this for a, I'm doing it for a good reason, you guys. And like, <laughs> and it was great. Like, you know, I raised a ton of money for them. So that was cool. That's I awesome. Made, I made probably like, eight different ones. Um, nice. and like, I mean, I kinda, I kinda kept them pretty, pretty snarky and I, I would like to think that 
I was one of the first people that, you know, had uh, all of those like kind of designs and, and they sold like crazy. I mean, it was great. Like, and, and, yeah, and and look on your site, you still have I still the, have a lot coronavirus COVID nineteen, and I think a lot of these are good cards for that na- for like this weird moment that we're yeah. in. Like you have, is it weird that I miss quarantine? I girl, yeah. I can relate. I know, right? You know, like just <laughs> thoughts that we're all having, right? And like masks are going away. Like, okay, so like when I climb a flight of stairs, like people are gonna know how out of breath I am. Like, ah, you know, things right. you know, or right. like I have to smile at people now again. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, right. like right. I was really enjoying like hiding half of my face, you know. Right, uh, right, right. Yeah. Hiding my resting bitch face, you know. But whatever. I also like to complain about masks coming back, right? Like, right, right, <laughs> so. right. So I'm assuming these are still like doing pretty well for you no yeah they are um i'm about to put up some halloween cards that i kind of just made on a whim uh (laughs) just the other (laughs) night um and i and i'm gonna put like i i'm trying to kind of relate them to this year and i'm gonna i made one that says i scream you scream we all scream because it's 2021 it's just what we do now you know, like, oh, <laughs> it's, awesome. so I mean, like, you know, I'm still kind of like, you know, attaching to it. Um, cause I think like, you know, we're all thinking about it, uh, still like, now it's just I'm a slightly different Halloween. joke. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Like now I'm thinking about Halloween last year, we had, we set up a table on our driveway and, yeah. you know, gave out stuff and other years, you know, we do it in the house. And like, so it's like, well, what is, what is this year going to be? Who the heck knows? So yeah, uh, exactly. So that feeling so, of uncertainty can be in the card too, I think. Absolutely. I mean, look, if people are feeling it, you know, you're just helping them articulate it. And that's a yeah. really, really um, nice, nice thing to do. I, I you know, it's, it's yeah. nice to help people, you know, work through and process these yeah. strange emotions. For sure. And like, I think, well, how better is, you know, to send it in a card. I think, I still think the card is so relevant. You know, people, you know, people come up to me, but like, aren't greeting cards dead? And I'm just like, oh, oh yeah, stop talking to me. Like, I just, <laughs> you have no know, idea. What I world know, are you living in, buddy? Like, <laughs> someone just said that to me. Someone just said that to me a few weeks ago. And I was just like, they're oh, not. I didn't even, I was like, I'm not even, I like, you do you not know, have to attend every argument you're invited to. And I'm yeah, like, oh, this is a great, oh my gosh, that's the greatest sentence ever. <laughs> you have teenagers. You should, yeah, I know. You I must should, live yes. that as well. Conflict only allows you to conflict with participation <laughs> or whatever it is. <laughs> you need to come out with a, you need to come out with a line of cards for people who are with living teenagers. with teenagers. Yeah, you're right. Oh, I should. God. My God. There's even a publication in my town. I know the women who do it. There, there is a publication called Your Teen that they started because like oh. all the, you know, as parents, you know, there's a million publications for when your kid's, you know, little and cute, but then they, mm-hmm. you know, there's nothing for the next step. And it's, it's No, you're just great. thrown to the wolves and they are wolves. <laughs> <laughs> that's wolves a good card. Should I make that a card? <laughs> Like, oh, that's awesome. Wolves with Snapchat. Yes, exactly. Oh. 
so good. Yeah, I think awesome. there would be. Yeah, I think there's. I a, think there would be. I think it would speak to a lot of unhappy yeah. parents. <laughs> I think it would. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> so that's mm. awesome. So you talked a little bit about your Halloween cards. Can you give us a oh, hint yeah. of anything else that you're working on? Um. Well, you know, I have always wanted to like spread my wings with different kinds of products. Um. I. I really want to do like pins and wrapping paper and, but it's like the cards are so popular and the ideas are always nonstop mm-hmm. that I never actually have time to do it. So it's hard. You know, it's hard. Yeah, it really is. And like, you know, the, the cards, like I'm just really comfortable with them. Uh, right. You know, right. as far as the message, I feel like I've honed it in. And- yeah. Yeah. But I see your dot. You have die cut. Uh, vinyl stickers. Those I have are, stickers. Sharp. Yeah, I have started with the stickers. Yeah, it's it's fun. I love stickers too, um, and the notepads. But that's as far as it's really gotten. I mean, it's it's, really it's still a huge line. Um, I'm kind of I'm kind of I've been making some things here at home. I don't know exactly where they're going to go, but I've actually made some pennant banners with some snarky cool. sayings on them. Cool. I'm kind of excited about it. Um, they're pretty yeah, easy to make, and yeah. yeah, I thought they would be really fun. Um, so TBD on that, but yeah, you know. yeah, no, that would be that would be a really good. Uh, I think that would be a fun. I I, I like pennants. I've been seeing them. Yeah. You know, like they're kind of cool know, like, now. Yeah, they're cool. Like modern takes on them, and um, yeah. you know, you could have fun with color. Uh, yeah, know, with the, you yeah. know, uh, but yeah, I'm all about uh, not. Uh, not coming out with something until it's unless it's at the top of its form. Like I, I feel mm-hmm. like people who just rush a bunch of products out, like, you know, you run the risk yeah. of it looking very amateurish and mm-hmm. nobody wants and that. not really and, selling very well. And then you regret right, even right. doing, it. doing yeah. it. Right. And yeah. you know what? you're, you're better than that. And so, <laughs> I mean, I, I come out with new cards, like, like, like I said, like a pretty much like a monthly basis, I will come mm-hmm. up with maybe eight to 10. And mm-hmm. oh, I, nice. I mean, it's, yeah, I'm like pretty, it's like pretty revolving or at least growing all the time. Like sometimes sure. I think I have way too many, like there are like 300 designs on that website wow. and <laughs> it's a little wild and it's only <laughs> increasing like every month. Cause wow. I don't, cause I'm scared. I feel sad to drop ones that I know. You know, I, like, look, I get it. They're all your babies. I get they it. They are. It. They're your my babies. Little munchkins. And, and, and look, <laughs> I mean, my guess is you probably okay. So you don't necessarily retire cards, but it, you know, you have a certain amount of stock, and if it's not, and if nobody orders it, the stock sits there, and you just come out with more. And yeah, I mean, I mean, that, I print, that... I print to order. So okay. Um, oh, so you can print yeah. anything. I can. Yeah. And I kind of like it that way. It can be a little chaotic sometimes selling right. to lots of stores, um, but it's okay. Like, I mean, I can, I've got kind of a, you know, a system, right? Right. Um, you've got your, you've got your, it doesn't matter if nobody else understands it. You do. So, yeah. And it works for you. <laughs> so, I mean, like if a car doesn't sell, I'll kind of let it, you know, hang out for a while. I give it a home, you know, on right, the website. Right, right. And <laughs> it is your baby after all. Yeah, yeah. Way to turn it out into the world. And, you know, sometimes it's like, you know, the, the celery in the fridge, you know, I just, I gave it a home for a while. I didn't eat it and I have to throw it away. <laughs> right, right. Look, I mean, I think that that's fine. And 
Yeah. Not everything you do is going to resonate. I mean, not everything. Or like sometimes they're too specific every now and then. Like somebody Mm -hmm. would be like, that's close to my situation, but I wish it didn't. (laughs) be the this very specific thing <laughs> i don't know right right like this one hits a little too close to home yeah right? yeah too I close like yeah i'm having an anxiety attack yeah. i feel attacked <laughs> i feel yeah. seen you yeah, seen right <laughs> there's so many like buzzwords aren't there <laughs> i know i love i feel seen but yeah I, I, I guess once i i feel like as the parent of a teenager like once i start using it a lot it's probably on the way out it's so. on the way yeah <laughs> it's mass merch <laughs> <laughs> yep. so i just have one more question which just yeah. came to me because i always i you know sometimes when the la- a line is then is a name of a person like in your oh. case, your Cali, the line is Colette. Where what's Colette from? So um this is gonna be great. Uh so I have no good I have no good story for this. Um That's so funny. I just I just was looking for a pretty name. Like I was so immersed in like creating the cards and stuff. I was just like, I need to have a name. I need to have a name. And like, I just kind of looked for pretty names. Cause at that point I had no idea where the brand was going to go. Sure, sure. And You're like, what's a name I can live yeah. with. And the one, hate? yeah. And the one thing that I think is so ironic is that okay so you see that my name is kelly and it's spelled k-e-l-i there's only I, one, l. Got one l i got right. one l and like everybody spells colette with two l's and i'm yes. like this is great so like i've not only i've made it harder on myself because it's bad enough that i have kelly with one l now i have colette with one l and it's like i have furthered the the nightmare of people <laughs> misspelling my myself like it's like uh, it's, <laughs> like, it's kind of funny consciously maybe funny. yeah like a single you're just not a double consonant i guess i'm not double. yes i prefer one l apparently like uh, <laughs> it's so dumb right like, your name like <laughs> kelly with one l from yeah i actually like write it you know it's funny when i spell it to to people on the phone like I actually have to say it's only one L like even if I say L they will still put two L's it's so funny and I, it's like yeah, come I, on yeah no believe me I'm a Sarah <laughs> with an H so I guess yeah it. so like, it's always a problem that it is it is always thing but I love that it's a single and I and I did know that only because when I run you in stationary trends when um not that <laughs> you have to double take <laughs> I double check when before well, I appreciate that I run through all the names and I make sure because well and it's not just the single consonants I mean a lot of names are lowercase a lot of them are all uppercase oh, yeah. a lot oh, of them yeah. are a mix of both I mean crazy as an editor it can be a little problematic and sometimes sure. I, I have I have considered just being like everything is going to be in sentence case and that's it and that's our house style. Yeah, you probably like sit in bed at night and wonder if you corrected something, right? Oh like- my god, yes, <laughs> yes, I know. Yes, in the early days before we were digital, if a mistake got in, like I, I oh, would god, sit I, up ugh. at night and like be like, how could I? Have I done would that? be so then- mad at myself. <laughs> I know. I know. Now at least. How humiliating. No one even noticed, but I did. Me me and the person who I screwed. Um, Right. Yeah. Like you two are the only ones that saw it. 
noticed that it's but like every time I see them, it's like we look at each other. And I'm so go, sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. At least at that least person now, is used to it. I know. I know. Like if you apologize with a very in a very heartfelt way, usually they understand. And I try to make it up. I, I'll be like, look, I'll make it up to you. I'm gonna sorry. feature you next month. I'm gonna feature you, and I don't even like that design. No, I, I don't. Yeah. Oh, but I know it's horrible. Um, no, I I make it up to them, and but now that it's digital, like we can at least um we can at least correct it online, so I can. Oh, that's good. Yeah, but I like I can throw them a bone, and we can do something immediately, and it'll make yeah. them happy. And you know, oh, that's and, nice. And that's funny. Over. I always you feel know. so bad when I misspell things, and every I'm kind of a grammar. I'm obsessed with grammar on my cards I know, too. All and paper peeps are. I mean, yeah, it's it's, it's like, part you're of the game, company. right? Move yeah. over. I, you're but it's like I like kind of run it by people. Like really, like my sister is real extra on the grammar front. So I will I will say, is this right? You know, just to make sure. Because as I get older, I feel like my my uh, you know drilled in um, grammar rules. I feel like they're kind of I'm kind of forgetting a little bit. I know. I know. And Me and too. I feel terrible because I used to be so particular and I'm still particular, but then I just cannot remember, you know, know. what the I correct know you know the apostrophe yes and the, oh god i know you know. i know and then the longer you look at it the weirder it looks yeah and even if it's yeah. right it looks weird i know yeah well my <laughs> sister never forgets so i just send it to her and i feel like it's going pretty well so far between the two of us <laughs> <laughs> all right kelly i cannot yeah. thank you kelly with one l Yep. Colette with one L. <laughs> from Colette with one L. Kelly with one yes. L. From Colette with one L. I cannot thank you enough. That's going on the commercial. I know that's going to be in your ad um, yeah. for stopping by. And now I'm now I'm like I now you got to come out with a range for moms of teenagers. teenagers yeah, that's good. I'm gonna I'll work on it. Fine. Okay. All right. I'm gonna. Good. I'm gonna, yeah. I expect, okay. I expect great things from you. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Yay! Sounds All good. Right, well, well, thank you so much for coming by. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much to Kelly with one L from Colette Papery, also with one L for coming by the paper fold. And thank you all so much for listening. As always, email me at sarah at thepapernerd.com with anything I can do for you. And if you are liking what you are hearing, please subscribe and leave me a stellar rating and review so I can get in good with the podcast algorithm gods. Thank you so much, paper peeps. Please stay well.